Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Coco. You all think it's the first, but this is our second take. I want you to put your hands together for my guest today, Miss Erica Anderson. Hello! <laughs> How are you? I am well, girl. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing just great now I get to hear your voice yes and I was saying so this is our take two guys so I I, I am a blooper I love bloopers so I keep everything in but I was telling everybody that I have been Erica and I have been knowing each other for almost 25 years and it has been a journey we've we've been through so much we've talked through so much Mm -hmm. through all of it it's been nothing but laughter I will say Mm -hmm. that even when we wanted to cry there mm-hmm. were we just have you know it's just a giggle fest with us and we yes. just love it yes <laughs> and and we're still young still young that's right <laughs> we remember we were three and now we're 28 why not now we're 28 <laughs> <laughs> no <thing>. yeah. <laughs> but i was saying that i didn't have i didn't have a uh like a full purpose on why i wanted to do this but i definitely wanted to connect but i saw that you started a podcast and I was like, I've got to kind of talk to her and find out more about it. I've listened to some episodes, but tell everybody what your podcast is and the name and, and you know, what your what your mission is. All right. So we're just going to drop right, right in here. We're okay. just going to jump right in. Come on in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Pray, Love, Grow is the, com- is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the purpose is... You know the the buzz phrase live your best life mm-hmm. and it, and it's an easy thing to say but how do we actually get there yeah and how do we actually know when that's when that's our best life true and so through conversations that i've had with you and you know people that i've met right along the way and you know therapy yes. and reading books and the whole nine i've kind of learned some things and my Angela said when you when you uh teach uh, when you learn teach yeah when you yeah. get give yeah and so I'm trying to be that person and to not so much teach because yeah. I'm not necessarily a professional right 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 but to share the knowledge that I've learned and to give the knowledge that I've learned and so that people can really say you know what I believe that love is, you know, a conqueror. Yes. And I, I just said to someone the other day, I believe that love can conquer all because love did conquer all. Mm, 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 and that's so when we get when we get to that point and we learn what what self love is, and it's all a part of it. Exactly. The self love, self care, because yeah. you can't love nobody else till you love you. That's true. So it's True. it's getting to that point, and I'm not all the way there, but you know, we the 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 hope is that, and the prayer is that we all get there together, so we take this journey together. I love it. The first thing I thought about when you said that was when when we like Iyanla Van Zandt. I remember mm-hmm. when she said Absolutely. she wrote her acts of faith that she was either homeless mm-hmm. or or something. A lot was going on, and of course, mm-hmm. I remembered when. We were there at her book yeah. signing in Atlanta with our little yeah. bitty books. 
that, oh those God, little books <laughs> torn up because we were reading them every day. Girl, did you read today? Okay. <laughs> we, were, we were in it to win it and we showed yes. up at this little, it was like a little place. It was like in a store, not a store, like a like a shopping plaza thing. And it was yeah, like this little yeah. room and, and it was so intimate, but it just reminds me how she was in in a place of, of flux, of influx, and didn't know yeah. what was happening, but she still wrote it. So even while you're learning, you still do it. And I think that's important yeah. for people to go ahead and do it, even when they can't see how it's going to turn out. But it's absolutely. But you're doing an amazing job. Thank um, you. And you are, that means a lot coming yeah. from you. As I said before in the first take that you are my Erica Badu to my Jill Scott. Aww. So you are that for me. Aww. Yeah. But I, I yeah. you know, I feel we've always, we've been there for each other for so much. And mm-hmm. I know that, you know, especially you, a lot of people don't know that you are a behind the scenes kind of person. Yeah. So you are a person that will put things together, help everybody mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. You've done yeah. with production and shows and things of that sort. But now mm-hmm. it's you. Yeah. And how do you feel about it being you now? You're just afraid. You're out, I, and you're doing it afraid. <laughs> and I love that. Yes. I'm really, really nervous about it. Like you said, I am the. I am the 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 investor and the you know co-producer and the mm-hmm. executive producer and the you know mm-hmm. idea person and the behind right. the scenes person. And so for me to actually say that I've said some things, I've tried to make them less um, outward. Okay, got you, got But you. I have said some things on the podcast already that have I had to go to a vulnerable place mm-hmm. in order to share yep. that information because it's stuff that I'm not always proud of. Yeah. Like yeah. this week's episode, yeah. I am not proud of my behavior. Or the, uh, so what of what I'm going to talk about this week, but okay. <laughs> but it's real. It's yeah. real. And it's not staying in that place, but but getting to a different place and raising your vibration, and, yeah. you know, raising all of that so that you feel good and you feel better and you you keep a positive vibe going. Yes. Yes, yeah, I agree. So speaking of positive vibes, and you had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier about um, the Erica Badu and Jill Scott yes. love fest that happened last week. Yeah, what did you think? I'm sure. Oh my god! I'm sure you were screaming. <laughs> it was just the, <laughs> right. Okay, so you know. I got my incense drawer now. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you're fancy, I got a huh? drawer. Girl, I got a drawer full of incense. Okay. So, so yeah, I have my incense going, and I saw Miss Jill had her glass of wine. So yes. I was like, oh, do I want red or rosé? Yes, okay. So, <laughs> so, so I got a little glass of red to follow her lead. Yes. And and then, you know, Erica Badu had on the red, you know, I don't know what to call it, but the red yeah. scarf yes. or whatever. Uh-huh. She had that on, and, and I read today that the red was represented was representing the root chakra. Root chakra. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that post. So too. yes. So I was like, all right, come on in here. All this red, the red wine, the red. You know. Exactly. And so, yeah, man, it was amazing, and I didn't see it as a competition. Come on now. As much as it was. Let's just appreciate each other's greatness. Yeah, they did. They did. Yes. I mean, when they were passing the songs back, 
you know, I didn't, re- you know, I am a, I am an Erica Badu fan, but mm-hmm. I realized that I may be close equal to Jill Scott because yeah. I was popping off some of those B side songs as I was listening. I'm like, I know this, and I'm singing along. Yes. You know, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. But but I did I did love the fact, and some people were like, oh, it's boring. I heard someone, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's boring. Like they're just all about love, and I'm just like, well, why not? Why exactly? You know, are we that desensitized that we just have to have drama? You know, I think we are. Uh-huh. I think we are, uh-huh. and that's another reason why you know I try to do something really positive and loving on pray love grow because I think we are I have I had a conversation with a friend earlier this week mm-hmm. and you know we're, we're really good friends this guy and I sure. and he uh, he always sends me lately he's been sending me these social media videos okay that are you know they're angry because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in society true, right now true and it's enough to make us angry it is and my response was always yeah Let's pray for everybody involved. Sure. And so finally, he was the person that I said, uh, love can conquer all because love already conquered all. Right. It did already. Right. He did already. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and he was like, yeah, I didn't have a different opinion. He didn't want to hear that. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh Because he's like, we got to do something. And I'm like, okay, but it's not in our nature as a people yeah. to be those people, mm. to be that person. Mm. But it is in our nature to love. Yeah. And I just believe I was down with Marianne Williamson when she said it on the debate stage. Mm. I believe if we all put that kind of energy out into the world. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If, if we were all Erica and Jill. Come on now. Man. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> we would be in a nice space right now. I know. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, yeah. I, I think that people forget how powerful they are and they mm-hmm. forget about That's the power good. of the words mm. and energy that they put out. They, they totally forget. It's like, I'm just going to do it. I, I'm going to do it until something comes and smacks them in the face and makes mm-hmm. them look at their actions and their words mm-hmm. and their thoughts mm-hmm. and how they come back. So I, I um, I'm definitely glad that you have something out in the, in the world to, to help us to remember. Yeah. Help us yeah. To remember that we don't have it all together, but we can at least try. At least. Mm-hmm. What, what, what could it hurt? Yeah. So a lot of people, well, of course you're new to the to the audience, but they don't know about your love of the rapper, actor, <laughs> philanthropist, one award short of an egot. Yeah, so I said we gotta put this out here for my girl. So, so tell me about your when did your love for for Common. And you call him by mm-hmm. his real name, like you grew up with him down the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a story about that. Okay, though. okay, let's hear the story yeah. about Mr. Mr. Thomas. Yes. So we went. We attended the same grammar school at the same time. Oh, shut up. Yes, I'm oh. a little bit older than he is. Oh my God, I did not yes. know that. <laughs> and my father, you know, my father was very active in our. Um, in our schooling and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So he had this this um, club called the Fathers Club. Okay. And it was at Fox, at the Faulkner School, which was a private school on the South Side of Chicago. Okay. 
And my father had this this club called the Father's Club, and he would put together these events for all the kids at the school. Okay. So he had this list of every student, every, you know, uh-huh. their parents' names, yeah. their address, their phone numbers, everything. So I would just look at these lists because I thought it was just fascinating. Sure. So my sister's name is Rashida. Mm-hmm. Shout out to and Rashida and shout out to Rashida in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, so, um, and Kama's name he goes by Rashida, right? And so he he's older. He's between me and my sister. Okay. And then there was an older boy, older than me, named Rashid. Okay. And so I always thought about them because they all had the same name. Ah. And so I knew exactly who he was. I didn't remember him until someone from uh, the Faulkner School has a Facebook page. And someone pointed it out. Yeah, and I looked at the album cover. Uh, One day it'll all make sense. Okay. And he has a a picture of him as a kid, he and his mom. Oh my God. And so as soon as they mentioned that, I looked at the picture again and I was like, that's Rashid with the ears and the teeth. Look at him. (laughs) That is Rashid. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I don't know that he would have known me because I was a couple of grades. I skipped a grade. Oh, of course so he I was did. a couple of you grades. Know the boys always know the girls in the uh in the upper class. You know? Well, I was a little round at the time. That's okay. You were just, just thickness. Thickness. It was thickness. It's popular to be thick it, now. Right, right. <laughs> You were not by yourself, honey. I was a little rotund <laughs> in grade school as well. That's okay. But look at, oh, look at us now. Look at us look now, at honey. Us now. Wine. Fine wine. That, <laughs> that is so wild. I did yes. not know that. I did not yes. know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. My common story is, so I, I'm not a fan of, 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 I'm not, he, he's not, he didn't do it for me. Like, you would mm-hmm. be like, oh, my God, Kai, Kai. I'm like, oh, you're okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's that Chicago swagger, girl. Well, it's until, that Southside. Until one day, uh-huh. he did a show. I think I remember this. Oh, my this. God. Yeah. He did a show in St. Louis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He did a show in St. Louis. And we got to go upstairs and meet him. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, okay, you know, whatever. He's cool. I, 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 I think he's amazing as a rapper, but aesthetically mm-hmm. I'm like he's not my type you know he's okay yeah, yeah. so they were like just stand out here ladies and we're gonna bring um coming out I said okay I'm like okay mm-hmm. cool he came around that door and something mm-hmm. hit me and I he was glowing wasn't froze. he he glowed I said I can't talk to him they were like what yeah. I, said, I can't I can't yes. I can't talk to he him glows. he yes. walked up right next to me and I looked I saw the freckles I saw the the eyelet. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This yeah. is not right. Yeah. I shouldn't be yeah. feeling this." I yeah. Feeling this. And yeah. then when he said we were about to take a picture, and he uh-huh. he was like, "Girl, don't be scared." And he pulled me toward girl. Yeah. I said he's mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. <laughs> he's strong. So mm-hmm. that was the day that I was like, "Okay, Calvin." You got it. You got you got the, <laughs> right, you right. Got the I get it. and thumbs up <laughs> from Coach. Okay. 
I was I was not I was not on the bandwagon. I was not on the yeah. the common spine bandwagon. But oh yeah, that that wonderful day. Yeah. yeah. No, honey, he glows. He's like, he we, glows. We went. To, yes. We went to we went to glass. You know, I don't want to sound too much like a stand, but the last <laughs> the first time we went to a non-concert yeah. uh, event was. Uh, it was a uh, Black History Month to, uh, lecture tour. Yeah. And he was the host. Oh. And he walked out on the stage and I was sitting between my sister and my cousin. Uh-oh. And so we walk out on stage. He walks out on stage and I look at him and I'm like squinting. <laughs> and I lean over to my sister and I say, is he glowing? <laughs> Not glowing. And my sister was like, okay, this is a lecture tour. Yeah. You know, what? what's here? What's going on? <laughs> and so then I, I'm like, she doesn't understand what I'm going through right now. So <laughs> oh, right. I, lean over, I lean over to my cousin and I say, is he glowing? And she's like, yeah, I don't, I can't even see him like that. Yeah. And I was like, you two are both crazy. He's like, glowing. I know he's glowing. glowing. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so yeah, shouts to comment if you're listening to this. Oh, he's gonna hear it. You he's know. gonna hear it. Fog- the Faulkner School. Yeah. Uh oh. Yes, sir. that is so. <laughs> wild. I know you, sir. I know you. I know you. So you are originally from Chicago. Yes. And um, what brought you down to Atlanta? We made a couple of pit stops. Mm-hmm. So, um, born in Chicago, South Side Chicago, uh, South Shore, which is Michelle Obama's neighborhood. Okay. And um, I was about to, you know, graduate from eighth grade and go into high school. And my mom already had the high school picked out. And so we were working toward that. Mm-hmm. And my father comes home one day and says, I think we should move the girls back to Mississippi. Yeah. Wow. And I suffered in silence. I I can imagine. (laughs) For four and a half years. Now, my high school in Jackson, Mississippi was everything. We had a fantastic time. Oh, that's good. But it wasn't home. Yeah. You know, it didn't feel good. And so... Um, my best friend from high school, Roz, you know Roz. Yes, yes. Um, her mother, her mother's job was phasing out in Mississippi. And so they, a group of them were told, hey, you can either take this retirement package, Hmm. the severance pay, or you can move to Atlanta. And so her mother was in the group that decided to move to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, we had to be made these elaborate plans. We're going to go to college together. Yeah. And so I applied to then Clark College. And wow. it was the only school I applied wow. to. Wow. And I got accepted. And it was the it was also the only school I didn't get a scholarship. Mm. I got music scholarships to six colleges in Mississippi. Are you kidding me? Yes. And so you can imagine that my parents were not were happy. Not happy. <laughs> yeah, oh. they were not happy. Oh and then I didn't major in music, so I didn't even do that. Wow. And they were like, 
oh what wow. is going on with this girl yeah what is what are you doing okay well then you'll go in debt and you'll pay for this yeah. we're gonna take the loans out in your name wow and I just paid them off last so year. So you're looking at, at 28 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you're right on target. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. So, yeah. So I came here for college, fell in love, and went to California for five yep. years. And I, what I learned in California is you're either a West Coast person or, you're or not. East Coast person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am not a West Coast person. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was like March, April, May, June, July. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want a little bit of rain. Mm. Just a little it bit. It doesn't rain in Southern and California. <laughs> it doesn't rain in Northern <laughs> <Southern>. <laughs> Central. Right. And so, uh, so one day, it's the middle of July, and I had windows open in my bedroom, and I'm in the living room, and I'm watching TV. And then I go in my bedroom for something and I'm, you know, I, I smell this scent that seems so familiar, mm. but where have I, I can't place it. What is uh-huh. it? And so I go back into the living room and I'm watching whatever I'm watching. And I realize, wait a minute, that was rain. Oh, get out of here. It never rains in July. Mm. And so, I mean, they have a rainy season. Yes. And so <laughs> I was, and I had prayed a couple of days before. Mm. And I was like, God, if you love me, if I made the right decision, I don't know what I'm doing in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and I was in Sacramento, so I wasn't even in LA or the Bay Area. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, but if you love me, let it rain just one day. Wow. Wow. And honey, it rained, wow. and I went out in the middle of the street. And danced. I know you did. <laughs> but look how powerful that was about the yes. prayer and that manifestation. Mm-hmm. And it yes. just reminds us that God does hear our prayers, and that yeah, we, you know, I was just talking to Ariana about prayer and how it has to be more than just words and lip service. It's got to come from within. Um, Absolutely. And so that's what sounds like it happened. That's that's amazing. Yes, amazing. Uh, uh, Rashida and I have, my sister, uh, have done that uh, in Las Vegas. And what's funny is um, we were, it was just hot. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas is just Mm -hmm. oven hot. Mm -hmm. It's just. Mm -hmm. And it could be any given day in the summer, it could be 116 degrees. Easily. I understand that. I know, I know, I know. So, so one day we were visiting my father because that's where he lives. Wow. And uh, we were visiting and we were just like, it's just too hot. And we're going to be here like another two or three days. It's just too hot. And so Rashida pointed a small little fish-sized cloud in the sky. And she recited that scripture. And I said, we're going to speak to that cloud. There you go. We're going to say that cloud is going to yield. There you go. And we went, my father and my sister and I went and got dinner or lunch. Mm-hmm. We came out and it was storming. Wow. It didn't just rain, it was storming. Wow. And so um, Bishop Long was still alive and I sent him a text and I said, Dad, we pray for the rain. We saw a small, fish-sized cloud and we spoke to go. it. 
And and his his reply was a meme that said, "You're powerful if you choose." There you to. go. And I think that's what we all have to all have to remember. All have to remember. Yes. So pray, love, mm-hmm. grow. Um. Mm-hmm. What? Um. Bring us on back, girl. Okay. I got, I got you. <laughs> share with share with um everybody an episode like your favorite episode thus far that you talked um, about. I'm gonna say. <laughs> It's a tie between the first one, which is the introduction, and the uh, episode called The F Word, Forgiveness. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. And so uh forgiveness is, it's, you know, I think the only reason it's tough is our our ego. I think our ego makes forgiveness tough. Because I think if we put ourselves, get ourselves mm-hmm. out of the way, Absolutely. we can do it. We can do it. So share with us what your, what some of your points were about so forgiveness. So forgiveness, it starts with forgiving ourselves. Um, because mm-hmm. if we forgive ourselves, mm-hmm. we can forgive anything. But we're the hardest on ourselves. That's, and that's so I true. shared on that episode, I shared the story about uh, when my father passed away. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, yes, Mr. Girl and the infamous. And <laughs> that was yes, my friend. Yes. I miss him, man. He, every time he would come mm-hmm. to St. Louis, he mm-hmm. would try to see me, and I would just sit and chat yes, with him. Yes, yes, ahead, yes. Legendary. And yes, uh, I spoke with him. He passed away on a Saturday. I spoke with him last the Tuesday before. And all day right. that Thursday, I kept feeling like I need to call my dad. I need to talk to him. And I was like, we just spoke with him day before yesterday. So just call him Saturday. It'll wow. be okay. Yeah. And yeah. because my father, just, you know, a little quick backstory, had been in hospice four times, had, you know, I we went to see him. We told We were told he had 12 to 24 hours to live. And mm. when we got there, his heart was beating like 10 times a minute. And wow. so the running joke in our family was he would be, he would survive everything. And when, when it all came down to, you know, the apocalypse, it would be him and cockroaches and he would be leading them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? What? Oh, because cockroaches oh, survive everything. And so, <laughs> so that was the running jump that he would be leading the cockroaches when they all, when everything oh, was over. So uh-uh. it never dawned on me to call him on that. It never dawned on me that it would have been my last time talking to him the day before. So okay. yeah. that yeah. Thursday, unbeknownst to all of us, he had gone to dialysis and felt like he didn't feel well and so went over to the hospital Mm -hmm. and he had called one of my uncles and told him I don't want to go over and get it checked out because I know they're going to admit me and so Mm -hmm. all of this was going on with him that Thursday the day that it was heavy on me to call him and that Thursday night he slipped into uh, a coma Okay. And then he coded seven times. 
Good and Lord. he had coded wow. six times when they finally got in touch with us. They didn't. The hospital didn't have any phone number, any correct phone number for us or anything. Yeah. Oh man. So we okay. did, that's why we didn't okay. know until Friday. And so we decided, you know, we called a family meeting and we decided, mm-hmm. okay, we'll get on the first thing smoking. And we did. And while we were in the air, he passed away. So okay. the okay. unforgiveness for myself was, first of all, my biggest fear was that he would die alone. Alone, yeah. I yeah. Think you told me and that. so I it happened. That. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't call him, even though my spirit, everything about me was screaming, call your father. And I didn't call him. And, uh, and then while we were in the air, he passed away. And mm-hmm. so that was a mm-hmm. lot for me that I could, I didn't make it. I didn't call him. What kind of daughter am I? That was horrible. Oh, wow. And so I, I, was, I, I went through and I had to forgive wow. myself and I had to remind myself that mm. first of all he knew he knew that we yeah. and the fact yeah. that he coded eight times before he passed away meant he was waiting so he knew we were coming mm. and yeah. um, so yeah. it was all these things that I had to reconcile within myself so forgiveness it starts there and then if I can say you know all the crazy, you know, bad, horrible stories that I was telling myself about myself. If I can say that about mm-hmm. me and forgive me, oh, this person over here mm-hmm. who's, you know, rolling their eyes, that's a piece of cake. This person you. over here who has to that have the last sense. word, okay, you have to have the last word. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Got you. That's powerful because I think that a lot of us you know, me included, have areas and within ourselves that need mm-hmm. forgiving. And it may come out in other ways. It may come out mm-hmm. in judgment um, of other people. It may come out in anger. It may come out um, in a lot of ways. So yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Well, definitely my takeaway is to sit and um, find areas within mm-hmm. myself um, that that still need forgiveness. I think it's probably a daily process. I, I can't even imagine that we can remember everything, you know, that we've ever felt that didn't make us feel a hundred percent. And I and I definitely encourage the people that are listening to take the time to really mm-hmm. sit. You know, this whole this whole COVID nineteen is causing everybody to yes. be still and to be yes. introspective to, to really mm-hmm. dig within and our real selves is coming out it's like okay well exactly. who, who are we and if we don't like it we can mm-hmm. forgive ourselves and absolutely. we can change absolutely yeah good deal well, Erica, good. I, love you, honey. <laughs> I know i love you i love you, you love you guys <laughs> If you want to check Erica out, um, please check her out at Pray Love Grow on um, Anchor, Anchor and Spotify. Spotify. Anchor and Spotify. Right now, Wonderful. I'm, I'm, as soon as this audience grows, we we going places. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna pop. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got the Anchor well, takeover. There you go. We're taking over Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. Well, you all have listened to another episode of Conversations with Coco. And be blessed. We'll chat soon. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Love you.